Welcome to the Goop and Goober Show. You decide who's the goop and who's the goober. Join Matthew and Regan as they talk all things from their own personal life questions to reviews on movies and TV shows. Now, your host. What's going on? Goof and Goober Show. Today we have a fantastic, fantastic show to bring to you. Regan and I have been excited to get back on the pod this whole last week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We've probably talked four or five times, probably an hour and a half to two hours at a time. 100%. Setting things up, getting things prepared. But before I jump into kind of what we're doing today, I'm your host, Matthew. Today I'm going to be hosting our show. Today I've got my buddy Regan Dvorak. Regan, how are you doing, my good sir? Matthew, it is great to see you. My word, you are looking great as always. Have you done something new? Um, anything uh, spectacular? I had, oh, had meatball marinara before I got on here. <laughs> yum, yum, so yum. A sh- shout out to my wife, Kaylee Leathers, my wife. She has been, so Kaylee has, she's starting to kind of take shape of, you know, being a mother and being a wife. I'm kidding. Um, But she's decided that she's going to start making food and like making dinner for a really long time. I was the cook. I work 40 plus hours a week. She's a stay at home mom and I would cook and all that stuff. She's kind of taken on off my plate and she started making food. She's starting to get confidence in herself on how to cook, and it's freaking fantastic. Yep. What about you, Regan? How was your freaking week? How are uh, you? Week's been great. Um, we we're gonna see kind of a little bit about what happened with my week. Uh, we have, if you guys also, let me just, can I just say this, Matt? Um, oh yeah, for sure. We, if we got a pre-show now. We're going to start doing pre-shows. We're also going to start uh, doing we're, – we're getting merch out. Um, if you guys haven't saw that, we we posted that. Let me share a little bit. Can I share my screen with you? Yeah, go let ahead. Me, let me uh, share, the, share that. Share the freaking merch. Guys, baby. check out the merch. The merch is out. Get yourself bonfire.com slash the GG merch. Um, check it out. Guys, Link will be in the description. There. Yeah, we'll, we'll put that in the old uh, uh, notes here. Uh, but uh, yeah, where we got the merch out, guys. Um, get the freaking merch, baby! We got also, the merch. We're running on a new program, and so oh. you know, bear with us. We're uh, we can't see any chat or anything with you guys, so that's going to be different. But uh, yeah, uh, this is all new. And if you guys, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But if you guys let me, uh, it's just, give you know, bear with us as we, we kind of get through this. But, yeah, it's, it's uh, we're, we're, I'm really excited. Really excited to we're be We're freaking pumped, baby. Talk about some. We're freaking pumped. Some fun stuff. I can't wait to jump in. Um, guys, if you ever feel like you guys ever want to try something like this, like in the future, like. You guys just want to create content. You guys want to have a good time with your friends, having fun, just chatting it up. We highly, highly, highly recommend Riverside. Um, We just got this service probably uh, three or four days ago, and nothing but positive things from it so far. We've done a ton of test runs on it. 
Um, we've read a lot about the differences between this Riverside and other companies. And by far, this one's absolutely, absolutely the best one for us um, in what we're doing. So if you guys are in the position where you guys are looking to create content, we highly recommend it. We are an affiliate now of Riverside, which is why we wanted to make a trans, uh, a trans, a transfer over to Riverside and give it a shot. Um, and so far, like we love it. Makes your life so much easier with creating content on multiple platforms, live streaming. Down below will be our affiliate link there. Um, check it out. If you guys are looking for a software, it's super easy to use. There's even a free trial on it um, and 100%. a free service. So check it out, use it. Um, today, we're going to talk about a couple different things. We're going to talk about the movie Missing, which is, it came out early this year. Um, Regan and I saw that um, earlier this year. Um, and then we're also going to be doing a little fun little segment of our local hauls that we've been doing um, and a little things that we've been, uh, you know, picking up. For our friggin' collections. Yeah. For mm-hmm. collections. Oh. Hey, come here. Come here. Oh, there she is. Oh. That's Ladies our baby girl. This is, my, this is my daughter, Scarlett. Say hi, Scarlett. Can you say hi? Hi, Scarlett. Can you say hello? <laughs> she's, trying to, she's trying to podcast too. Uh, she just turned 15 months old um, a few days ago, but she's going to go to bed and uh, giving her a good night kiss. Good night. Mm. Good night. I good love dad you. right there, guys. Oh, that oh. is a good father. There you go. You say <laughs> bye-bye. Say bye-bye. Bye. You blow a kiss? Go. Say bye-bye, Uncle Regan. Bye. Bye. Bye, baby. I love you. Um, sorry Good for the uh, the interruption, but that is my daughter. Such a more important, cute little more important, dude. Exactly. Totally understand. Exactly. Um, so we're gonna do uh, missing. We're also gonna go through a little haul, um, and then I personally actually wanted to jump into a little bit of a different piece here before we actually get into all of that. Um, and the reason why. I wanted to jump into this is because my wife just showed me this this movie. Um, this movie is called A Week Away. Um, and so the reason why we're going to talk about this, um, Regan and I, we, we're Christians. Okay. So mm-hmm. 100%. we think that as a big point of who we are and what we're about. We grew up in the church. We did a lot of fun things growing up. And this movie was like beat for beat how it felt growing up. And so I wanted to show it show a little piece of it, talk about it for a couple of minutes before we jump in, just because I think it's an underrated movie, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. So a little quick synopsis before we jump in. Um, so a week away, it came out in 2021, by the way. Um, and it, it's a show about a kid, a teenager who basically has the choice of going to juvie um, or going to church camp, but he didn't know basically it was church camp. Um, and so you, you get to see the transition of his life being at the church camp, um, meeting a, a girl that brings him closer to Christ. And it was a really, really, really good movie when it, when it, um, you know, a lot of Christian movies tend to talk like as a sermon or as a way of 
evangelizing to people. This was a way of showing Christ in a different way, in my opinion, mm. in a way that's like subtle, right? It's not necessarily preaching different things at you, but it subtly shows you like, hey, God's always there, even at your worst times and even at like the even when you're in the in the in the bottom of the freaking valley, right? Like you're at the bottom of it. Um and I just think this is a really good movie. And if you guys I would highly recommend it. Check it out. I I give it a, a four out of five. It is a little cheesy. It is, but it's not as bad as a lot of the other Christian movies that I've seen in the past. Um, it's kind of like the camp rock of Christian camps, if you will. So um, I'm going to jump into this. Um, this was a song that was in the movie um, just to kind of show you the transition of the kid. But again, go watch the movie. And we'll uh, we'll talk about it. I'm sure at some other point. And now, also clarify, I haven't seen this. I don't. Reagan has not all. seen this. Um, it's I'm on Netflix. If you pitch. are looking to uh, watch it, um, it's got a um, <clears throat> good cast. Kids, it seems like uh, guys from uh, Disney Channel and all that fun. A lot guys. of Disney people there. Yep. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. This is my pitch to get Regan to watch it so they actually watches mm. it. But I'm going to clarify, it's a little bit cheesy, but that's okay. It's All right, good. Let's, let's run it, dude. Let's freaking run, let's run this it. bad boy. All right. So we're going to pop this up here. Let's see. Can you see it? Yep. Okay. Starting it. Three, two. I don't know much. But this much I do. Oh gosh. God is an awesome God here. Oh yeah. Above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. The fanny pack. Oh gosh. Let's go. Okay. Just wait. We're not even there yet. The bass. You hear the bass in that? Oh yeah. Oh no, that's just the piano. Every day you try to pick up all the pieces. All the memories they somehow never leave you. Nobody, nobody, nobody sees you. Nobody, nobody will believe you. God only knows what you've been through. Whoa. God only knows mm. what they say about you. God only knows how mm. it's killing you. Is there a kind of love that mm. I got? What? Let's go. Wow. Mm, what? Oh, 
Dude, that that's such a good mashup. My word, hey. I I hey. gotta check that out now. Okay, Ooh. okay, okay. Let's go, so, Netflix. I see you. Yeah, Netflix. Hey, look, I'm gonna I'm being honest here, okay? And this is my message to anybody who's who's ever questioning their faith and their religion mm-hmm. and, and where they're where they're coming from. And Regan and I listened to this at, at, as this last week during church is that God, all he needs is one moment yeah. to, to impact you in that show. That guy's not a Christian. He doesn't believe in God. Okay. And for him to stand up in that moment and I've been there and that's why it hit me so much is when I was younger, I didn't really believe in Jesus all that much. You know, I, I had troubles in going to church camp, going to a place where I'm surrounded by Christ. This show really hit, hit me. Um, and so I highly, highly recommend it. And if anybody's struggling, it's okay to struggle. It's okay to have doubts. It's okay to, to not know. It's okay. But keep keep working. Keep Keep pushing to further your relationship with Christ. And I guarantee you, the the more effort you put in, the, the better and the more revealing it'll become. So, yeah, yeah, that's good. Dude, that's, yeah. wow, that's, yeah. that's sick. And it was. There's a lot of other. Sh- this is a whole musical, man. And there's it's, other songs a, in there that are just like, you're like, holy crap! I cannot believe that. Like one of them's in the, uh, one song's in there, and I hadn't heard this in a really long time. It's Big big house with lots and lots, lots, lots of room. room. A big big, big, big table, table with lots and lots, lots of food. A big big yard where we, we can we play, play football. Touchdown! Let's go, but they, uh, dude. That song was in there, and it just like it really encompasses. If you're if you're a Christian, you went to church camp growing up. Yeah. Like you grew up with this stuff. It's nostalgic, but mm. I will say. It is a little bit cheesy at times. Look past the cheesiness. Realize the the inner message, and it's it's. You so kind of have. I mean, you kind of have to be cheesy if you have those kind of songs. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Uh, a little memory but, from a memory lane with me. I used oh. to sing that we at my church. We would have puppets, and we <laughs> like puppeteers, and my brothers were a part of it, and they do that song and man i remember that i was like oh yes please oh, i love puppets oh please man, the things we were into as kids that is is crazy just crazy. oh yeah oh let me fix my mic here my hands up there or my my uh yeah. Yeah. um but yeah uh, i give it a four out of five definitely go check it out Go check it out. Put a comment down below. Let us know what you think about it. Go back and watch it, and give us give us a give us your rating on it. Um, next, we're gonna jump into we're gonna jump into missing. Okay, um, we'll give you kind of a little bit of a synopsis, and then we'll we'll throw in our bumper here for um, for our spoilers because we actually created a bumper for it. Um, so give me one moment. So missing um, synopsis here is that her mother disappears while on vacation in Colombia with her new boyfriend. June's search for answers is hindered by international red tape. Stuck thousands of miles away in Los Los Angeles, June creatively uses all of the latest technologies at her fingertips to try and find her before it's too late. However, as she digs even deeper, her 
digital sleuthing soon raises more questions than answers. Um, this came out January 20th, 2023, just a couple weeks ago. Directors um, Nicholas Johnson, Will Merrick, um, starring uh, Nia Long as Grace, Storm Reed as June, Megan Suri as Vina, um, Ken Lung as Kevin, um, Daniel Henney as Agent Park. Um, and that's kind of the cast there. Um, Regan, non-spoiler review. Give me your quick little synopsis over the movie and your rating. Yeah, yeah. so this movie was actually I, – I loved it. I thought it was really good. I thought um, it was a very kind of interesting viewpoint because um, you're seeing it all through a computer screen or the screen of uh, of uh, June and, and her screens. And so it that – intrigued me uh, and so right away though you could kind of tell what was going to happen um because because it is all you know through that and through the screen and you kind of well i guess maybe not but if you, you kind of use logical sense of movies you're like uh what's what's this kind of thing and so i love a good mystery i love a good like what's going to happen next who did it uh, who real who who done it um, but, uh, yeah, so who who I, who, who are you? Um, yeah, I would give this probably a four out of five. Um, there were some things that I was like, well, I think this could have changed or if, I don't know. Why didn't you do this kind of thing? Um, that you would have made more sense if you did this. Um, but, uh, so I'd give it a four out of five. How about okay. you, Matt? Um, I'm going to echo a little bit about what you said, except I'm going to add a little bit. Um, I'm going to give it a 4.2 out of 5. I know we, we're getting in decimals here, but um, I, I definitely think 4 out of 5, that's a good score. 4.2 because I've got a little extra, a little skin in the game, if you will. A little extra skin in the game. Um, check out our pre-show and, and we talk more about, like, you know, more stuff about what I'm about to talk about. Um but you know I like early. escape rooms. Yeah, get here early. It's in our it's in our uh, pre-show. But I like escape rooms. I do a lot of them. And this movie felt like an escape room um, or, or like a mystery where you go clue by clue to figure out certain things. So I really, really enjoyed that. There were some parts on it that were like, okay, this is really obvious. I, you know, I wish there was a little bit more depth to it. But overall, like I could look past that. It was a good, entertaining movie, and definitely, definitely recommend it. Um, you know, to anybody who hasn't seen it. So, big shout out, big shout out. Imagine Minnesota. Let's go. They put us on their story on Instagram. We went to go see this movie at Imagine Willow Creek in Minnesota, mm -hmm. and we posted a story, and they basically followed it, or they uh, they put us on their story. Which doesn't really happen is kind of a big deal. So we're just well, getting up our podcast. So having something like that is pretty freaking sweet. Well, yeah. actually, I mean, we've seen people do podcasts at that theater. Exactly. Um, Matthew, quick question. If okay. Imagine of Minnesota asked us to do a podcast right after a movie. There, oh, 100%. Would you, you do it? Oh, 100%. Yeah. One, 100%. Imagine if you ever want to sponsor us. We we go to the movies all the time. We've been to your place probably like 
probably over a hundred times in our times of being friends. Like it's a ridiculous amount. Imagine, um, imagine does it right. I think imagine does it way better than any other theater AMC or any of those guys, because it, they got the nice seating. You don't have to pay an arm and a leg to go. It's, it's a good place. Absolutely. Um, before we jump into missing and all the spoilers and stuff like that, we're going to put our spoiler rating um, right now. Okay, so missing. Like I said, this was a uh, this was a show that um, it, it basically is talking about June. Um, June and her mother. Um, her mother goes with her boyfriend um, to a vacation in Colombia. Um, she does leave June at home, and basically, the whole premise of the movie is that she's gone. She's taken away. June doesn't know where she's at, and so her, the whole premise is for her to figure out where she is, if she's alive, if she's dead. Um, starting off, I wanted to talk about, because Ray and I, we talk about this all the time with kids, like we work with kids, you have cousins. I, you know, I work with college football players and stuff like that. 100%. Kids are just freaking crazy, right? They do the craziest things. So I wanted to ask you a little bit about the beginning. Okay, so June, basically she gets money from her mom because her mom's going to Columbia. And her mom's like, don't spend this on stupid stuff. This is for emergencies. And she completely doesn't do that. And she gets other things. How real was that moment when you're seeing that, knowing you have cousins and family members and kids that you work with and stuff like that? Yeah, I think it was more realistic than anything else. I mean, you're like I said before, is you're looking this all through the perspective of her basically macbook or iphone and all that stuff so you're getting little snippets it's not like a normal movie which is the interesting part is because you're seeing the life of june in the perspective of her cam or her cameras of, of her electronics yeah. and so this was interesting and i i completely bought in with you know she's a typical teenager um you know and also rebelling against her her mother and so you know throwing a throwing the big party getting everybody getting ready for the the big party here so i think that that was super realistic for june as well as you know one of the things i also like really just loved about this movie is you know like i said before is that there was a big reveal you kind of like at the beginning like who who's watching who's watching this um that's kind of what i said yeah. right away to to matt when uh when that happened but there was uh that i don't know that i'd say i don't know i'm kind of going off now but <laughs> we'll uh, tie you we're gonna tie you in right now okay yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. i would say i would say in Rican and i just so you guys know we live pretty different high school and uh lives um Rico was a little bit more rambunctious. I didn't really do as much. So, um, I, well, I don't know. And technically, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't go to yeah. parties. I wouldn't go to parties. No, no, no. I'm not saying you would go to parties, but you would explore a little bit more than I would. So, Probably, me watching yeah. it, me watching it, I was like, this is weird because I grew up very sheltered, extremely sheltered. I didn't do anything. I went home and that was yeah. it. Um, and I'm more talking about like your what? late high school. Uh, 
early college years. Yeah. But we won't discuss that. I thought it was a little weird, um, but I guess nowadays that's what that's what teenagers do. Um, but the context of that and the reason that will will just um, that she's the way she is is because in the beginning of the movie they show this this clip of her and her father, and her and her father. Uh, they're on a little webcam, looks like camcorder. She's really young, probably probably like eight or nine years old at the time. I don't know. Um, she was and like three or four. I don't know. Three or four, something like that. She was really, really young. Um, and she's they're, they're filming her, her and the father. And they seem to have a very cordial relationship. And then all of a sudden, the father just bleeds through the nose. And... She bleeds through the nose, and then all of a sudden, it basically, like, cuts out the camera and it jumps to her life where she is. Um, and so the assumption is that he died of cancer. Now, I'm going to give my two cents on that. That's part of the reason why I gave it not a perfect score, because I think this was a weak point into the show, was that I don't think, like... It just happened so suddenly that there was enough, wasn't enough time to build the relationship for us to really hmm. miss him, if that makes sense, in my opinion. Um, and, and this is coming from me, who, when I watch a movie and I see a father and daughter, I'm thinking of my daughter. <laughs> and I'm like, how would my daughter feel this way? But I, I, just, I just don't – I didn't buy it at the beginning that somebody's nose would bleed and then they have cancer and then they die. I don't know. I just – for me, I just feel like they're going to show more. They should show more to make you believe it because plot twists at the end. Um, we'll talk more about that in a second. But I had a feeling at the end that this that the plot twist that was about to happen was going to happen. And that's yeah. just my, my take. It might be a hot take. I don't know. No, I think... I don't. I don't really agree with that take. I, I think they they couldn't do a whole lot just because of the the plot twist. But I think the actor who the James uh, Tim Griffin who, who plays the father, he did an outstanding job in that scene, that specific scene, because there's a moment there that you're like you're watching him, and there's like a brief look at uh, his uh, Grace, his wife, that you're like he kind of like got upset with her. I don't know. And then that, that kind of sets you up. And I like at that moment, I was like, Oh, there's some, I don't know what that is. I don't know. I, I kind of like, kind of, kind of was like a yellow flag, not like kind of raised a little bit, but they, that's where they got me. They did get me in this movie. Not a whole lot of movies do get me. I will give that to this. And that's why I did think this was a really good movie because they got me, they got me good. <laughs> So, but I, I wouldn't agree. I think in this situation with the plot twist at the end, you can't give a whole lot of time between June and Jane, the, the dad, because I mean, he's an, okay. You know, spoiler, we already done that. He's an abusive father, uh, abusive to not a father, but abusive husband, I should say. Um, yeah. so Grace is trying to run away. You find that out that she was trying to get run away. Sorry. There was yeah. a hair. <laughs> Golly. That's going to be great. Um, 
but so you find out that Grace is trying to run away from James and uh, she got like a restraining order and they changed her identity and all that stuff. So I think in that moment with knowing that you can't give a whole lot of times as well as the perspective of you're looking at it through the screen because it's an old recording that was saved onto your computer. And like at the beginning of the movie, you're watching this, this recording from it in a digital format, but that's what I'd have to say about that. And okay. I'd agree with you to an extent, right? Like no, now, like knowing what we know about the ending. Sure. Right. Like, but my thing is, is like, how, like, I don't know if you can spin off cancer from a nosebleed. Um, in my opinion. And that's what kind of got me. Because I'm just thinking to myself, you know, what, 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 the, just a nosebleed happening randomly. Like, that's cancer. That's random cancer. And then all of a sudden, he's gone, gone. But like, they, didn't, they didn't say cancer. They just said. Yes, he that... did. They said that he died of cancer. Yeah. When? In the movie. No. Oh, no. Yes. That's what his mom said. That Exactly. That's my point. So, the. In the movie, they show the video, comes back to real life 13 years later, however long, right? She's looking at old footage. He died. His mom, her mom told her that it was cancer, showed the video. That's where we get the conclusion that he had cancer. For me, I'm thinking nosebleed. She says cancer five minutes later. I'm thinking to myself, what? That makes no sense. Yeah, they got you. I don't know. I've never had cancer. Knock on wood. Well, yeah. Well, this is the thing: is Grace is just making this. It's, she's not telling you as the audience. She's telling her four three-year-old daughter. Your three, four, three-year-old daughter doesn't know anything. They, they're not even going to remember really a whole lot about what your father. Oh, she remembered done. that it was cancer. Yeah, because she's going to have to tell her the whole time, her whole life, it's cancer. So it's not, it's not to try to tell you as the viewer that he had cancer. It's to tell June that she, he had cancer. I can't believe she freaking fell for it then. She uh, freaking fell for it. Nosebleed cancer. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so she looks at the video. She see, we see that the, the dad um, had a nosebleed. She, she's all, she's very, very pissed off at her mother for some reason. Cause her dad's basically, or her dad died, and she's going on a vacation with her, with her, um, with her boyfriend, um, Kevin. Um, she doesn't really know who Kevin is all that much, um, and he basically comes in to consolidate with her and say, like, "Hey, I know you don't like me, basically, and and I'd like to get to know you, type stuff," because um, he's he's trying to be a father figure, if you will. Um, so they go to Columbia. They go to Columbia. She goes and has partying with uh, her friends or whatever. She wakes up from a blackout and boom, <clears throat> she can't get in contact with her mother. So that's where we become missing. Okay. There's an owl in the tree outside. Oh gosh! Oh no! My wife just showed me that there's an owl in the tree. That's the scariest thing I've ever seen. Oh no! Oh well, my! No. Well, my daughter's dying of 
she's freaking crying. I hear it. There's an owl in the tree. What's <laughs> the claw? <laughs> um, there's an owl in the tree. Okay, our daughter's freaking crying. I'm like, I'm literally doing a podcast. A podcast. Right now. I'm doing a podcast. Help me. Um, so where were we? More important than that <laughs> stupid podcast. <laughs> um, oh my so, god! That's so the mother, the mother doesn't come home. Um, the girls like to pick her up, but she stands at the airport waiting for her mom, and they time lapse with her holding up a sign, basically like "Mom, we're here," or whatever. Welcome home from whatever. prison. Yeah, or whatever, and. Um, that's when we first, I mean, that's where she's gone. So June is all by herself. It's on her to figure out where her mother is. Fast forward, she gets home. She does a little bit of a research on like the flight status, found out that she, her flight technically was, did come back. So she was quote unquote on the flight in the movie, but she really wasn't. We'll talk about the twist in a moment. What I want to know about Regan, because we're going to jump into the the part where she starts to do the research um, right. on on her uh, and where she is. Okay, so she can't find where her mother is. No response. She gets all the authorities on board, um, and then the search begins. Right? They can't find them. And then she takes the action of going online, looking up the hotel that she stayed at, um, and found out that there were security cameras. Right. Moving forward, she finds out that she only has like 24 hours to figure out or to get the, the clips, the, the, the time, the video security camera clips. Um, she got 24 I'm curious, hours or 48 hours. 48 hours. I don't know anything about video cameras, but I feel like within 48 hours, you'd still have access to those. But my big concern about this part is what individual company or place is going to give some random chick film from their security cameras? Well, like if I called, if I called McDonald's for an example, and I said, Hey, McDonald's, my mom, she's she's been gone for 24 hours. She was at your location. Can I get your video cameras? And basically, she has to go through this whole process to get the video cameras. And she never I does. Think, I think you're looking too much into that. I think there's, like, for me, like, it's like you're staying there. It's not like you're, like, at McDonald's, you're, so you're staying there. They they knew who they she was talking about when she brought up her mom mom to him and he, and obviously she had to translate because I think they speak Spanish or Italian yeah, Span- Spanish. Spanish and uh and so she had to re- translate and so when she talked to him about her mo- I mean her mom and uh what's his name Kevin he knew yeah. exactly who she, who she was talking about so when she, when you bring up oh these two people that were staying there as well as that their luggage was still there yeah, you're going to be like, okay, maybe I should le- let them know or maybe I should uh, give them the, the uh, video stuff. And it'll be 48 hours, though. And that does make sense because, well, 
I mean, I just feel like law enforcement should have got uh, 2022 or 2023. You know, you're the the 20 we're in the 21st century. Most things are going to be stay. It's the cloud. It's all depending on what kind of service you have, I guess. But yeah, I, that whole scene, and I think that was really intense, and that was really like, okay, what happened to them? You're like, what the heck is going on? Who's behind us? I was thinking that it was going to be taken into like a a taken uh, type of movie mm. uh, where she was going to have to like hire. I don't know. But then I don't know. I was I didn't think it was going to be her the show her like screen and her all that stuff, her electronic screens the whole time. And that was the you know the big thing is that. Yeah. But, you know, because you're, you know, you got FaceTime and all that stuff to see people's video stuff. So. Right. Speaking of FaceTime, after her not being successful with getting access to the cameras, she does like a freaking 360. Like, who would ever have thought about this? She goes to, she goes to, I think it, what is it called? Is it... Oh like the gosh, job place to the get freelance. Like, people? Yeah, yeah, freelance. Freelance. I can't remember what what the company was, but she thinks of, oh, I'm gonna hire somebody who lives in that place to go to the location to find that, and then she meets um, the the person who ends up actually helping her along the way. Um, ja- Javier. See if I can find it. Joaquim de Almeida played. Uh, he played Javier. Um, and I, I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. I've got a, I really like this perspective or this, this part of the movie and their relationship, but I'm curious what your thoughts were about this. No, I thought this was a good part. I think that this relationship between her and Javier or whatever his name is, um, Javier. Yeah. Um, the, this is English language is the dumbest thing ever. I'm just going to say that right away. <laughs> um, anyway, but, uh, yeah, I think this is a great part. I think this whole relationship, because she would have, you know, she's also under a budget because she already spent a lot of the money that her mom sent her on the parties. And so now she's got to like budget it. And so she was going to get like this five star guy to help her out. But then she had to go to this uh, Javier because, and he's like, it's like, like five bucks hours. an hour or something yeah, like that. He's like, yeah, really. But you, you really, you know, you, you see, like, he really cares about her, and he's just, like, trying to help. And so you – it's a pretty cool – I think that's this part is really cool in that you're kind of seeing this relationship with him and June, not Grace, develop. And yeah. uh, that kind of start a friendship. It's like, it's like a, well, it ended up being, like, a father-daughter situation. Like, that's how they played it. They framed it. Like, you know, yeah. he, she didn't have a father to go to, and he was the guy who he, she went to. And he almost played that father figure, like, giving her life advice, almost, like, close to the end right. of the movie and was like, hey, you know, this is probably what you shouldn't do. Like, this is, this is like, life advice type thing. And, you know, I, I really thought that was a cool thing because it was like, like, imagine didn't have a father. I feel like... Well, we don't really talk about politics, but having a father in the house absolutely makes a child better. 
Um, and it's so important to have a father in the house. And so for her not to have one, exactly, two-parent household, he kind of acted as the father. And if I'm not mistaken, at the end of the movie, like he called her up or she called him up again. Um, it was just like talking about something. I couldn't remember exactly what it was, but don't quote me on it. I'm pretty sure though. I'm pretty sure I remember um, them doing that. But I thought it was interesting dynamic because she didn't have a dad, technically. Yeah, a really long time. Um, and she missed her father, so he played her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, come to find out, so Javier played a pivotal role in the movie. This dude, like, he went above and beyond, like, traveling the whole city for her. She found out some clues to the area earlier in the movie. She finds this other security camera that's, like, live footage, and she sees her mother on the live footage from a couple of days ago. Um, and this was a, a, I mean, for me, this is, was the part where I felt it was most like an escape room, if you will, right? This is where she starts to put together the pieces, in my opinion. Um, in like, hey, where's the wife or where's the mom? And you're like, oh, she's actually solving this thing. But come to find out, in the end, there was a there was a twist where what she was seeing might not actually be what she's seeing. Mm -hmm. um, and so Javier played a pivotal role um, throughout the entire movie. And again, this is just our general overview: is that she uh, June does a really good job at like figuring out passwords to the Kevin, to Grace, to all these different people. Um, I wanted to ask you, Regan, because in the movie, she figures out all these passwords. How many times have you had to reset your freaking password? <laughs> <laughs> How many times? I, uh, I've probably had to reset mine a few thousand times. Yes, because you forget it. I think, yeah, I probably am in there because they always want you to reset some, they always want you to reset some like, uh, Software or whatever places, or they want you to reset it every like eight to six months or three months or every quarter or something like that. And that just was ridiculous. I don't have that many passwords to make up and to remember it. It's just like, come on, like I'm, I need it. I need to just kind of keep it consistent, you know? And uh, yeah, I get it. You don't do one password for everything. In this case, uh, Kevin did do one password for everything. <laughs> Um, but you know, keep it like three or four, maybe. I mean, I think that's good enough. I don't think anyone's going to be able to hack you if you got three or four good passwords. True. I was, I was just like, how the heck did you figure it out so fast? You know what I mean? Yeah, I forget like how she figured his password out. That I, was. Oh, he. I, she, it was like the email. So they went to the email and that was the first one she had to figure out. But if I'm not mistaken, he like saved his information. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. This was like a week or two ago, by the way, just so you guys know. Um, but she ended up finding out his password like so quick. So quick. So quick. It was, uh, it was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so she gets all these passwords. She starts searching the web. She starts doing all this like stuff that like, you know, really weird people who are doing research on people or, you know, figure, figuring stuff out. Um, 
like going to these weird websites, checking the emails, um, checking the mom's like uh, like Tinder page or whatever, and that was kind of weird. But uh, but throughout this entire time, to be honest with you, I was really hoping that Kevin was a real guy, like like he a was- guy who who was not faking it. Like in my mind, I was hoping that man, I. I really hope that this guy isn't like a killer and that there was some mistake. Um, and that was my hope during the entire movie. He didn't kill anybody, but he was a bad guy. He was helping, um, you know, the, the, the plot twist at the end, which we'll get to, but I'm curious when you found out that it was some other girl. So in the end, we figure out that the person in the camera was not June's mother. So the mm-hmm. plot twist was that they hired some actress to come play her and Grace was taken away. Um, when you found that out, I'm curious what your thoughts were. Like, uh, this, it was such a weird moment because I'm just thinking to myself, who are we looking for now? Like, who did yeah. we find? Where like, is she? My yeah, I was like, what the heck? Where yeah, that that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, where is she then? Where, like, like how? Where did they drop her off? Because you saw her get in the Uber, basically, and then you're like, where where did she go? You know, it's just like this is. I I completely agree with you that this is like an escape room where you're kind of figuring out what what's going on here, like. I, I need to get, I need to know. And you're trying to solve it basically with June. And I think that's what really was nice about this movie because you're trying to figure out the whole thing with June as she's trying to figure it out as well. And so there was times yeah. like I was talking, like just, you know, forget what happened. It's like, Oh, use this or do this or whatever. And she did it. And it was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's she's like, thinking about it too. This actually makes sense. This would make complete sense. Like, complete sense. And uh, but I mean, yeah, I think that's that to me was uh, that was a good part. Those, those that whole thing was just a great part where they really get the interaction with the audience because you're all just like, what the heck is going on here? We're where are oh, we yeah. going with this? Where, where? How are we going to land this? I don't know yeah. how. It is so. And by the way, guys, this movie is actually like really, really hard to review because as you're going through the movie, like you're going through step by step by step yeah. by step, and so it's like we talk about one thing, but now that one thing is now shadowed or covered or handled by another part of the movie that you're like. Okay, now it's all starting to come together slowly but surely. So it, bear with us if we're jumping around, but it will make sense as we go. So uh, they ended up finding out that she didn't actually go to Columbia. She didn't actually go there. Now, I don't know, and they never really explained this, how she how she didn't get onto the, the airplane or the, how she got out of the, the Uber. Because you remember the video where they show the guy, she gets into the Uber and out of the Uber. They didn't really show how that happened. So we are still kind of in mystery how she got to the end place at the end of the movie. 
So that I'm still kind of a little bit confused about because they didn't show that she got kidnapped. Like, they didn't show that, like, she was stuffed in the trunk. None of that. So for us going through the movie, we're like, okay, this is act- she's actually in Colombia. She actually got stolen by someone in Colombia or, or something. You know, we actually thought that she was there, but come to find out she actually never left the state. And so that's where the confusion comes into play. So again, this movie's really hard to review because there's so many things that that's happening at the same time um, in different plot points. But skipping past all of that, she finds out that her attorney, so the person who has been watching over her the entire movie, um, who's Grace's attorney, they come to find out that the attorney had been working with Kevin, which is the boyfriend. Kevin turns out, after further research, they find out that, hey, this random girl was was uh, taken to Columbia. Kevin took her to Columbia. He was hiding in Columbia, but he was all helped from the attorney in the end. So she was helped by the attorney. June goes, takes um, an Apple Watch or some sort of Samsung watch and goes to the attorney's office. Um, when she gets to the attorney's office... Come to find out, there's nobody in the room. It's straight dark. And I'll be completely upfront with you. During this entire time, I was about to crap my pants because I thought somebody was going to sneak up on her and kill her at the attorney's office. They set the scene. They set the scene where it was basically like, she should probably not be there type scene. Um, but she gets in and logs in. I think she logs into the computer, finds a piece of paper or something like that. And the piece of paper basically says, like, like you're done. You're dead, basically. Um, like, we caught you. We found you type thing. Um, and so we, she stumbles upon the attorney in her closet. And the attorney's dead. And honestly, I... I didn't really know what to make up for it. Like, I'm still lost at this point. At this point, because I'm like, who is it? Who is it? Like, who is the person who killed this? Killed the attorney? Like, I don't. Did you have any idea at that time? So, so at this point, I was like, oh, it's got to be like they were already trying to figure out who the Uber driver was. And they didn't know who the Uber driver was because we already found out that Kevin did a, he hired some contractor to do this. And for me, I was like, this has got to be the Uber guy because we already know that Kevin's, um, Kevin's already going to be moving. Like he's already, he's, he's, all the state. We already know that because from the video. He's already dead that, at that point, by the way, actually. He's, he's, already, dead he's already dead he gets at shot. this point. He gets shot in Cuba. Where, where, did he, where were they? Colombia. Colombia. My bad. And then um, what What was just, I, I guess for me, this point, because the we this is where we kind of get more into who actually who done it, did it. Because we find out more that um, actually that June had called. Well, she noted. Let me get back, backtrack. Sorry, she's noticed the 
uh, location of Kevin and he went to this particular location and he was there for a little bit. And so she, June had called this place and tried to figure out, Hey, who are you? And all that stuff and found out it was a rehabilitation. And that's where she found out that Kevin was actually in the prison. And this was a rehabilitation area for Kevin to kind of get back in. The whole point though, right now is what I'm, I'm having. Well, I guess this is later at the end of the movie where I was like, why didn't Heather tell June about her mom's past? Because also June's finding out what there's something wrong with my mom. What what's wrong with my mom's past that they have this little seal on, um, on their mom, her mom's file, and that her mom's mm-hmm. real name isn't actually Grace. It's something I forget what her real name is. What they said, but there's a seal on it, and Heather, the the actual lawyer, knows. What's exactly the reason why? Because you find out also later that Heather was the reason, like she put that seal on. She was in through, she went through it all with grace. So like, for me, it was kind of just like, okay, you guys didn't really close the gap here because this is really kind of like you're, there's like, you know, there's confusion. (laughs) And so, but then when you get to this, you kind of get into now with the father and her, and uh, you, uh, she had, I forget what happened though, but she basically is in this computer talking to people and uh, her father. So basic, yeah. So she, she hacks on to some chat site that Kevin was using or, or no, no, not Kevin. The lawyer was using. And so she was like, hey, give me your number to this anonymous person. It's like some black market chat bot or something like that. Um, And she gets the number, calls the number, and then come to find out someone's actually been spying on her the whole time. And she calls the number. And then all of a sudden, ding dong, ding dong, someone shows up to the house. And we reveal that it is. The daddy, it is her yep. father all along, and he has been trying to get a hold of her. Um, and exactly when then I was like, I know exactly who it is, and that he's the bad guy. And yep. uh, and you know, that's I mean, at, but at this point, you're also finding out that she, the reason why she, her mom basically. Ha- changed her name and all that and had all these restraining orders was because of the dad was being abusive. And, um, yeah, I think this, and then, so basically he's trying to convince June that her mom, Grace was abusive to her by not letting him be his, her father when he was abusive to Grace and she was trying to get out of this abusive relationship. And so June obviously doesn't buy this. And so she says, uh, no, 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 daddy. And uh, daddy did not like. And so daddy took her and whacked her across the freaking face and took her back to his house. And then now you're seeing this whole, like I said, this is all through the screen of of a computer. So you're now seeing it all through his, uh, his computer, which you now realize he's been monitoring his daughter's computer. For, and from the get-go, I was like, who's actually watching this? And it's been him. He's a big tech guy. He's a big techie guy. And big old technician. 
engineer, if some would say. Techie guy. And uh, and so he's got cameras all over the place. He's monitoring uh, June's phone and her uh, computer. And uh, from there, they uh, they just try to get escape. And But come to find out, June finds her mommy. And mommy's there. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I kind of went into that. No, you're yeah. good. Yeah. So they've, she freaking finds her mom and her mom's tied away. And the dad, uh, the dad ends up actually going out to the mom. So the, the way it works is that he's got his house and outside his house, he's got a shed and in the shed is mom and the house is daughter. Okay. In the house is June. Um, and so he goes out to check on mom, mom attacks him. Uh, a mom attacks him because she hears that June's screaming for her, just like any mother. She freaking went freaking ferocious. Mm-hmm. Um, she went after him, shoved him, locked him in the room. She ran into the house, tried to get her untied. Um, and then there was a big fight scene that happened. Um, big old fight scene that happened. And come to find out, um, she had recognized um, a couple different things. Um, and one thing that Regan did forget to mention is that when she was pulling up the chat bot, she also pulled up some surveillance cameras that she was able to see the room that she was tied in and that there was a camera there. And the camera was in the room in the vent. So they go through the fight scene. She freaking stabs her dad in the neck. Mom gets shot. Big old fight scene. Okay. The coolest freaking part of the entire movie, in my opinion, was this last last little part here. They go and attack the dad, stab him in the necks. He goes and dies. She goes and kicks open the vent. The camera is on her laptop. Her cell phone is next to her laptop. And she does what her mother does. What does she do, Regan? Hey, Siri. Hey Siri, call nine one one. Hey Siri, call nine. Oh jeez, I shouldn't do that. That was like the most. That was like the most. What is it? Gen Z? Is that what it is? The most. The, the most recent one. That's the most tech Gen people. Z you know, we're tech big oh tech my people. Gosh, they go. Hey Siri, call nine one one. And so they call nine one one, and um, police came in, and then all of a sudden the the movie stops. Randomly. And it turns out she was watching a Netflix show that was made on their story. No. Yeah. That's exactly no, what happened. You may, No. You, she, you find out, then it kind of cuts to them, and then you see, like, this other person that's kind of like, who is this person? And then it zooms out and it shows a Netflix thing. Exactly. I was just cutting to the chase. That was all. <laughs> come, come to find out, they made a story on their story, and she was watching the movie. Yeah, percent. Yep. So, yeah. So that's kind of our man. We went through everything. There's still a lot. We you see the problem. The problem with this freaking movie is that there's so much. There's so much. We can't so much, talk about dude. everything. There's so we can't much. Talk about right. A hundred percent. I mean, we we. We spoiled a lot. A lot of freaking... A lot of it. But there's so much more. This this show is like... 
I'm telling you, it's layered on layered. It's like a thousand layer cake, dude. There's I just think they so did a good job. It. Like I said, there's still things that like just like holes in their their plots that was just like ah, this doesn't make sense. But other than that, I think it was a great movie, which is why I gave it a four out of five, man. Four point two, baby. Or did I say four point three? Four point two or three? One of the things. One of those. But yeah, factors. definitely check it out if you've made it past this point and you haven't seen the movie. And you don't care about spoilers. You just got it all spoiled. But mm. go ahead, seriously, check it out. I think it's a very unique way of doing film, too, by the way. Um, yeah. So, and at first we were like, mm, I don't know if we'll like it. But then as we got into it, we're like, oh, okay, we could dig this. Um, and it's not too bad. So that is our review of Missing. Great movie. Go check it out. 100%. Go check it out, guys. 100 freaking percent. Now, to close out our show for today, we want to do something a little fun. So if you look behind me, okay, we like I like to collect things. Regan is working on his wall of collection stuff. He does have stuff that he collects and things that Don't, he collects. Like my wall is like he right just, here and I can't yeah, do a whole lot. But we do collect things and we do go out into the communities and get stuff on Facebook mm-hmm. Marketplace. And so what we wanted to do is we wanted to show you a little bit of a haul of what we got this week. So, Regan, got? I know you got a couple couple, uh, couple jemmies. Why don't you go first, buddy? Yeah, so if you guys don't know, I'm a big VHS guy. I bought myself an old-time tube TV. This bad boy is 32 inches, a Mitsubishi, um, back in the 1990s. If you guys want to check that bad boy... That freaking, that's that's freaking chump change, man. That bad boy, that was huge back in the day, and it's still huge to this day. Um, and I got a bunch of VHSs, but I recently got some good VHSs. So let me grab these bad boys real quick here. I cannot freaking wait. Hey, by the way, those freaking TVs are freaking heavy. Heavy. Tell me about it. Quick Hell, little story before I let you, before we jump right, into this. Go ahead. So when I was when I was like seven or eight years old, um, my little sister, she was like maybe two. We had a big old CRT TV on our dresser. She tried climbing up the dresser, and I was like down the hallway, probably like twenty feet away, and I just noticed her starting to crawl up the freaking dresser, oh, and I see it start to tilt, uh, like almost land on my sister and I booked it. Boom. I may be fat now, but when I was younger, I was freaking fast. But then I caught the TV on, I caught the TV before it smashed my sister. Bad so boy. I've got actually a scar on my wrist. I don't know if you can. I did not know that. See it. Yep. If you ask my sister, she'll tell you about it. She saved your life. She, she saved her life. <sighs> All right. Now enough about you freaking saving lives. Let's get to the freaking real good. Yeah. Stuff. But yeah, don't freaking mess with CRT TVs, man. Freaking CRT TVs are freaking. They're the best. All right, let's get scary, to the freaking good stuff, guys. First on the on the freaking thing, my VHS Spider Man, the Ultimate Villain Showdowns with Green Goblin, Doc Doc. It's got all the freaking villains, man. Uh, this was one I just kind of got out of a sweet steal, and man, I freaking ripped some people off, man. I'm just kidding. I didn't. I just, we really, um, next I want to get into, we're going to, 
we'll start kind of getting the younger stuff. Great movies. The 1960s Batman two-pack. Love this. It's actually one of the greatest TV shows of all times. They did make a movie, and this is actually like a drama or action slash comedy. Put that thing on. Let me see that thing. It's bad boy. Check it out, man. Two this is the 360, man. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a freaking sh- uh, runway for freaking VHSs right now, guys. A freaking runway for VHSs. Next we got, um, I'm going to go, I think this one's the older one. This one's more of a sentimental value for me. Um, but I, okay. uh the Lone Ranger, The Legend of the Lone Ranger. Ooh. My grandpa and I would watch this all the freaking time. And, uh, yeah, I, I love this and love that. Rest in peace. Rip. Um, also, this is kind of cool. Uh, I, it's the Green Hornet and Captain Marvel, oldie. Man, this bad boy goes back to the 1940s as well as this next one. This one, these kind of go back in those this 1940s. But Captain America, this bad boy. I'm so <coughs> freaking jealous of this. Holy <clears throat> Over four hours of pure Captain America. My word, man. You can't <sighs> get enough. I can't get enough. So of good. So, so good. good, man. So freaking Good. Okay. Then these are my next ones. I, I'm going to say I got Harry Potter's VHS. I'm really happy about it. I got these. These were some of the last made VHSs to date. Uh, and so uh, I'm really happy that I got this. As well as the original classic Batman, you know, with uh, Jack. What's his name? Jack Nichols. Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Um. I think some of you guys seen this before, but uh, Lord of the Rings, um, one of the very first movies. This one, hilariously made, but it was so good. And my last, but not least, Spy Kids. If you guys haven't watched it, yeah, guys, this is one of... This started my whole theory as a child that my parents were spies. And I <laughs> I was just a kid. I was just a kid that I had one day I'm going to have to live up to my parents being one of the world's greatest spies. And to this day, I'm still waiting for them to actually reveal to me that they're spies. <laughs> but we're going to make oh. it. Oh. Let's okay. So growing up in that movie, you know the scene where she puts in the little freaking she she puts in the little block and it turns into a freaking McDonald's. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. Dude, we're getting there. We're getting there soon. In this so world. close, dude. So freaking. That thing close. was so cool. And money well, we can, from every country. From every yes. Big good freaking scores, man. That's big. Yeah, man. There's some big the scores there that I made. I mean, it's been a long process of getting some of those bad boys, but I got them. I got them. I got them. Well, what about guess, you, Matt? Well, you got some VHS, I think. Don't actually, you? yes. I'm going to jump into the same boat as you. I got a couple VHSs this week. Um, so, uh, big shout out to Regan. He actually got me on the VHS craze a little bit. Um, I, I had always collected stuff. But I didn't realize, like, how cool some of the VHSs were. Um, So I'm going to show you a couple of those. 
Um, so I've got seven of them here, but I'm going to kind of flash them off as we go. Um, I got a couple X-Men. Ooh, dude. The animated series. Um, VHSs. That's, um, that's nice. Dude, these are just freaking... These are dope. Like... I'm jelly. Like, they just don't I'm make... I'm so jelly. They don't make these anymore, dude. Like, I wish they made VHSs still. Mm -hmm. Like... This is all my X-Men ones. And this isn't even like the cream of the crop, guys. Okay, so these ones are cool. These ones are awesome. But we're getting into the juicy stuff. Ooh. All right? Ooh, the juice. Juice. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, um, my favorite uh, Marvel superhero is Captain America. Um, boom. Captain. 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 Okay. Um, so when I saw that there was Captain America VHS tapes, I had to get a couple. And these are legit, dude. We can um, bring those over and we can watch those bad boys. Dude, we'll freaking watch those bad boys. We'll do a whole stream. And this one uh, is my favorite and it's Captain America here. By far the coolest looking one in my opinion. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Ooh, that's yeah. that's mint, dude. That is freaking mint. And then I've got just two more, and I'll show it to you. I got a big old lot of them. I paid twenty bucks for for all of this. That's so, pretty good. Yeah, but I got this. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, man. I There's want. That. And then I likey. I want you want. <laughs> And, and then this up. one, this one's freaking sweet. Dude, I want that. Oh, I want that. I want that. Yeah. Oh, gosh, So, dude. I didn't know that they made these uh, Marvel... It's called Marvel Video, I guess. And they, like, they're all cheesy, by the way. So, like, I watched them on YouTube. Um, oh, they're yeah. all really cheesy, but... Are like they all available to watch? On YouTube, um, a couple of them, yeah. I know all of them are, yeah. Oh, I gotta all check them. them out. I want to watch it now. I gotta. Yep. I want to watch them. Oh yeah. And then I, I had a couple other things that I got, but not really worth showing you. Um, I've got a couple other things that I'm gonna show you. But yeah, show show us what else we got there, Regan. Okay, guys. Then we're getting into the good stuff. Um, let me show you. I want to start with these guys. I just got these the other day. And I'm really pumped about them. They're so cool in the original packaging. And I got a freaking sweet deal. Um, these 1990s X-Men comic books. Guys, check it out. It's got all the original packaging. They also come with trading cards on the back. Took those bad boys out. Professor X. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I... Love these. Uh, you know, they're not, like, worth a whole lot right now, but I just, like, having a little glimpse of the of the past is what I'm all about, you know? Mm -hmm. These are uh, pretty cool. You know, not super old or anything like that, but they're, like, I mean, I love looking at these. I mean, this is a – look at that freaking – look at that freaking cover art. Oh, that, baby. That, that, that doesn't – 
that doesn't get you going, I don't know what will, man. I do not know what will. I know. <laughs> um, anyways, so then I want to kind of go, not a whole lot of people have seen this. Um, and I haven't, I, some of these, I, I shouldn't take them out of the case, but sometimes I kind of feel like I want to read it. Um, Marvel Superhero Contest of Champions. It's got everybody. It's got your guy, Matthew, Captain America, Daredevil, The Thing. Oh. Throwing my shield, um, baby. Uh, and I got a bunch of these, actually. The Contest of Champions has a bunch of uh, comments that came out on them. But the one I think I'm most proud of getting the other day is this Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars. This is going to be big. Uh, you know, you got not only Marvel, but this is a combination of X-Men coming in as well. You got Cyclops on here. You got the thing. Um, you got, um, you know, Wolverine. It's, it's, this is, I think this right here, it Secret Wars hasn't come out yet, but when it does, I think it's going to be a big, I think it's going to be great because they're going to bring back a lot of the characters that everybody knows and loves. So those are some of the co comics. I, not all of them, like I still, but I think these are the ones that I I love the most out of all the ones I got. Freaking round of applause for Regan. That's Thank a, you guys. Like, oh, hang picking on, up stuff media. during the week. You have a what? Hang on, let me. Oh, sorry. Thank you guys. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's been a lot of work. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I'm so proud of you. Hey, guys, if you ever done, like, freelance, like, shop, like shopping at Facebook Marketplace, Goodwill, like, some of this stuff's really hard to find. So um, this is, like, really, really cool for us. But um, my, my next one isn't necessarily going to be as old um, or nostalgic, if you will, compared to the other stuff we've shown. But I am super, super excited about Fantastic Four coming up. Um, we saw a little bit of John Krasinski in in freaking uh, Multiverse of Madness. So I've been on a kick of Fantastic Four. Um, and, and I'm really excited to jump into that world because I think I haven't explored it enough. So what I did was I got a bunch of Marv or, uh, Fantastic Four um comics readers the like magazine comics so i'll just show you um this is a whole series by the way so you can go to probably like barnes and noble or something to get all these um but it's it's so far it's been really really cool um the stuff i've learned already about these characters in just one book i've only read one so far um and i'm working on this one which is number two is there's just so much to these characters and how it's going to play in the role of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium coming, uh, moving forward um, and how the multiverse works. So I, I'm really excited about that. Reed Richards, from what I've read so far, is a very, very smart guy. Um, and he's created a bunch of stuff that, like, he's got That's God. Spider-Man? That is freaking Spider-Man, dude. LFG, man. Let's freaking yeah, go. Yeah, can't go wrong with that. But yeah, so I got these. Um, I'm really trying to dive into learning more about the, like other people besides Captain America, Spider-Man, J. 
just kind of the basic or the the more MCU-ish superheroes, if you will. Um, I'm mm. trying to get into the other stuff. But so far, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's been absolutely a great ride so far, and I'm going to continue to uh, to enjoy it. But other than that, um, that is it. That is uh, that is the show. That is episode five. That is episode five. Episode five. Let's go, everyone. If you have made it this far, we really, really appreciate you guys. Um, We want to try to make this as involved as possible, really have fun doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, We want to incorporate a lot of different stuff. So we appreciate you guys sticking with us again. And I, you know, I'm not trying to plug too much, but if you guys did want to get some merch, you don't have to. The merch that'll be linked down below. If you guys are looking to get into podcasting, use our affiliate link for Riverside. There is a free version to it, so you don't have yep. to pay for anything. And I'm telling you, this is the the software to go so far. This is our first official run through, and it's been way smoother than what we've been doing oh, beforehand. Yeah. So. Highly recommend it. Um, but other than that, that's the boys. That's the boys. That's Goof. That's Goober. You guys get to choose. It's up to you guys. You guys decide. But in the meantime, go out, have fun, live life, enjoy, live life. enjoy everything that you're doing, and have fun doing it. So yeah. until next time. Peace. For listening to thanks for listening to the Double G Show. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Goof and Goober Show. And why don't you check out our Instagram page at the Goof and Goober Show for even more content and drop a follow. Thanks again, and have a wonderful day.